It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What are your favorite Minnesota Wild podcasts saying about the Wild this week? We find out today on Locked On Wilds. You're Locked On Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome into another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen every day. And just as a reminder, Locked On Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. On today's episode of Locked On Wild, we present you part one of episode eight of the Minnesota Sports Podcast Collaboration Show. Hearing from such shows as Locked On Wild, the Soda Pod, Judd's Buds, MNCAA, Wild Takes, Sound the Foghorn, and Brave the Wild. Uh, so happy to be part of this collaboration effort, and uh, let's get it started. We'll send things out to Isha Jerome and State of Hoppy. When I- Welcome, everybody, to the Minnesota Sports Collaboration Podcast Show, where we highlight all of our Minnesota content creators, shows, and friends here on the program. Poppy, how's it going? It's going great, man. I'm excited to come together with all of our friends. You've heard them on our show, or if you're listening on their show, maybe you've heard us jump in with them. But uh, every week, we're going to have little teasers and snippets from everybody's shows in one spot on all of our feeds so you can get a little taste. And hey, if you haven't listened to one, go check them out. Throw everyone a quick little subscribe and let's make everyone happy. Now, Isha, what's the first one we have here for this week? We're going to throw to Locked on Wild. Our boy Seth Topol drops daily Minnesota Wild content with a wide range of guests. Here's a quick clip of some of his recent content. I, I do want to talk a little bit between Bill Guerin and Chuck Fletcher. I do have to preface, though, that nothing that I say is like a huge dig at Chuck, but it is so nice to have a GM who has been so aggressive with what he's done since he started. But I think that aggressiveness stems from just having like a full blown plan as to what uh, what Garen wants this organization to look like top to bottom and You know, I'm sure Fletcher had a vision that he wanted to see this wild team get to. Obviously, being kind of a low-level playoff team for so many years probably ended up being some portion of that vision. So Mm -hmm. it it just it's a nice change of pace to see a guy who says, all right, we're going to go all in and then actually does it. Yeah, and to be fair, I mean, as fun as we loved to just make fun of Chuck Fletcher, and deservedly so at times, I mean, this Minnesota Wild team this year is one of the best Minnesota Wild teams we've seen in its history. So to be fair, I do think that helps a GM in a lot of ways because the team has a bit more of an identity and the GM knows a lot more what they're looking for. And I do think in a lot of the years, you know, with with previous GMs, it's like the Wild didn't even know what they were. They're fighting for a playoff. It's like, are we good? Are we bad? I don't know. We're somewhere in the middle. We might go make a long playoff run. We might not even make the 
the playoffs. Who knows? And this year, this team has a much better identity than what we've seen before. And I, I agree with you 100% that I think Bill Guerin is the kind of guy who knows exactly what he wants. But not only does he know what he wants, he knows exactly how to go get it. And then on top of that, he does go and get it. So it's like this like trifold kind of plan that he has where it, it's t- – I mean – the GM job in sports is so, so tough. And it's easy for us as fans to critique it and say, like, why the heck did you give that up? Why the heck did you get this person? Why would you do that? Why would you pay them that much money? Or why, you know, whatever. Um, but it's a tough job. And that's why I have so much respect for Bill Guerin because time and time again, he's shown how good he is at that job. And I don't know if I've seen people say a bad thing about him since he's been here. I mean, Wild fans seem across the board to be just generally thrilled with Bill Guerin and the trust that they have in him and maybe it is because it's refreshing and a different kind of scene than we've than we've had before as far as that position goes um but man like I said just time and time again he just goes out and executes on on exactly what he wants to do and he he you know he gives this wild fan base so much hope on a daily basis that this team is as good as everybody thinks it is and I think that's what makes it so exciting well and just the way that he handles some difficult things like the Jack McBain situation obviously a tough one like Mm -hmm. a talented kid who just didn't really see a path to getting to the NHL with this wild team and so see what he said about him though what Garen said about McBain I mean that's what I mean though incredible for for those who don't know I mean Garen was asked like you know was it hard to part ways with him and he literally like deadpan was like no like he didn't want to be here I don't I don't want him here like simple as that like that's how simple it is in Bill Garen's mind like he's not here to play games he's not trying to be cute like he's gonna do what's best for this team and to hell with anybody who doesn't feel the same way yeah like I remember seeing those comments and I'm like (laughs) <laughs> whoa <laughs> sorry yeah. good luck um good luck with oh, that the door hits you on the way out <laughs> good luck with that 5,000 seat arena in Arizona gonna be a lot of people that can get a chance to see you play 1c with the uh checks notes Arizona Coyotes but not only that the Victor Rask thing too like we're, we're getting set for like all the reaction stuff yesterday after the two o'clock deadline had hit Full knowing that there were just a ton of trades that still hadn't been processed. And all of a sudden, Russo pops in and says, the Wild do have one more trade in the works. And yeah. everybody's like, what, what What could it be? What could it be? Yeah. Bill Guerin got Ron Francis to pay half of Rask's salary the rest of the year to go play for Carolina's AHL affiliate. That's how good of a GM Bill Guerin is is that he got Victor Rask to go away mm-hmm. and Ron Francis is helping him pay for it. And that's, I think, I mean, there's something to be said about the fact that a GM like that, who is just so smooth with the, I mean, like you would, if you would have told me he would have been able to finesse that, I would have said, no, he wouldn't have. Nobody can finesse that. Wow. You couldn't even convince me to do that. And I have no idea how the inner workings of that kind of stuff goes. Like I, I just, in again, it, he makes it, it's just so smooth and seamless. Like when I heard it, I was like, oh yeah, of course. Like it just made so much sense. And it's just like, that's why he's so good at what he does. And I mean, think about trade deadline date, how many things are happening. How did Bill Guerin manage to address every single problem the Minnesota wild have all in the span of like 12 hours? I don't know. I I don't know how he did it because I mean, to be able to wheel and deal with that many different teams and get this contract off your hands and, and bring this guy in and fill this gap and get freaking Mark 
Bill Guerin was on the plane to go get Marc-Andre Fleury. I don't understand how he did all of this at the same time. Like, when I saw that, I was like, what the heck? So, I mean, all hail Billy G. Go off, King. Live your best life. I could have, I could have a, like, a 2023 Tesla, and Bill Guerin would find a way to sell me, like, a 1995 <laughs> Honda Civic and make you still pay for half the Tesla <laughs> and make me feel good about it. Like, geez, I had this brand new car, but I, I talked to Bill and like this thing, this thing is great. And your friends are like, there are rust spots everywhere. It's just, yeah. oh, it's just, it's the absolute best. Again, if you like what you heard, you can follow all of Seth's great content by searching Locked On Wild wherever you get your podcasts or checking them out on social at Locked On Wild. It is time to spring into eating healthy and Built Bar is here to help you along the way. And if you're looking for a little bit of a change of pace or something new from Built Bar, if you haven't tried their puffs, you are missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Most Built Bars, like Puffs, contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to your average candy bar with 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Built Bars are the best treat you can give yourself and a great way to spring into eating better. And if you want to get in on the Built Bar Madness right now, head to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off of your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Uh, next, we have <laughs> yours truly, the Soda Pod. Uh, we'll tease our other contributors later, but Hoppy and I talk everything Minnesota Wild beer and hockey. Here's a teaser from our most recent episode. Let's get into the Minnesota Wild game against well, the Minnesota Wild win, rather, against the Vegas Golden Knights. Hoppy, a, a strong showing from the from a Minnesota team that needed to well <laughs> make a statement after a busy day, well, busy week weekend i guess by billy garen yeah i mean it was a really convincing first period like that's exactly what you wanted to see kind of disappointing that they let vegas very much come back into play in the second period i mean kudos to cam talbot who's absolutely got flurry breathing down his neck we'll again get into the trades here shortly but cam talbot's looked great the last couple of games and if if nothing else if the addition of flurry means that Cam Talbot's playing back in his quote unquote all-star form. Okay. I guess it was worth it, huh? <laughs> yeah. I guess shipping the young guy who maybe is uh you're getting too comfortable <sighs> playing behind you. Maybe that's the reason it was funny. Cause like a bunch of people were like, Oh, the wild, you know, they didn't give up. Uh, they didn't give up much at all. This, this and that. I'm like, they gave up their backup goaltender. You know, not to the team in which they acquired I their mean, other they, goaltender. They, they gave, still up, gave up arguably their, their starting goaltender. 
depending on how you look at it. The last streaky goalie this year. Yeah. But uh, so, I mean, the, the rest of the game, I mean, people want to scream and yell about the refs. Like, I'm just so over it. I'm every really, game, I'm really, every team. Okay. I'm just... really close to just muting the word ref. <laughs> but uh, I mean, end of the day, like, came out with a 3 0 win. Can't be mad about that. But I would have liked to see them step on Vegas's throat, especially, you know, with Marc Andre Fleury, new member of the team. He would have really enjoyed that. Um, and I'm still, Isha, I'm still so just frustrated and confused by the power play units. I'm so upset. Yeah, I, sometimes it just doesn't make sense. Look, I, I follow the Vancouver Canucks too, so I just, I, I hear you, buddy. Like, it's the All same. Right. It's just, why isn't this working? And why aren't you doing just simple things that, again, never played the sport at any high level, but some things I just like, but I just feel make sense and they're just not doing it. But again, right. who who are we to, you know, be critical in that sense. It is just frustrating at times. The one player who did fit in tonight, though, and you, you talk about some games, you need some chemistry. Not Delorier, man. What an absolute machine out there scoring a goal and also just being an absolute nuisance to the Vegas Golden Knights. I like it. I like this grit. I mean, this is a playoff type player that the Wild have inserted into their lineup. Yeah, and uh, again, totally fine addition at first when that's the only move you've made it's a little head scratching right but well it's like is I, that the only piece you're bringing into the playoffs right. yeah that, that's that's what you're, you're saying but it's it's a fine yeah. piece regardless and we just gotta hope that i don't know if it's cocaine i don't know if it's russian gas but whatever they hooked him up with for this game they need to keep pumping him full of it oh, life expectancy be damned kaprizov's got the hookup we're good dude kaprizov needed the hookup he's not looked great of late Kaprizov's like he has the hookup, but he doesn't necessarily indulge, you know, because <laughs> he's too free flowing out. There doesn't look like a player is just on the gas. There, fair enough. If you didn't hate what you just listened to, you can find all of our content at the Soda Pod on social, that being Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube, or by searching the Soda Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Who's up next? Minnesota Sports Chat. Those new to Ross or Minnesota Sports Chat, you get anything from a unique spin on Minnesota sports to the wrecks of a frozen pizza connoisseur. Manny Hill, uh, as everybody knows, dear friend of mine mentioned he is a current host, associate educator, many different hats like we all wear in broadcasting for Jazz 88, KBEM FM 88.5 here in the Twin Cities, Jazz 88 dot fm on the web jazz 88 kbem is housed at a minneapolis north high school owned and operated by minneapolis public schools and if you listen to score north or any of the last few minnesota sports chat podcasts i have brought up the website scorenorth.com slash hill that is scorenorth.com slash hill and i'm going to do that again it is a great way for you listening right now to help make a little bit of a difference out of just a really crummy, bad, and horrible situation as it relates to something that happened in the North community, whether that be a $5 donation, $50 donation, $500 donation, whatever you feel led to give, if you can do so, we would certainly appreciate that to raise money for the Deshaun Hill Jr. North High School memorial fund manny can shed a little bit more light on deshaun hill jr the person 
The backstory, Deshaun was basically just out and about and shot from behind three times and died a day later, 15 years old, quarterback for Minneapolis North High School, basketball player for Minneapolis North, crazy good student, which Manny can back up. Manny actually spent some time with him in the classroom just a few days prior to this horrible incident. And Manny, I I really just want to give you the floor to talk a little bit about Deshaun Hill Jr. and just what this entire thing means to you. Well, it um, it's special just because, you know, as somebody that lived um, on the north side of Minneapolis for a number of years, um, you know, it, it's, a, it's a community with a lot of, lot of really, really special people, a lot of wonderful people. And I know that conversations from a lot of people who don't live on the north side you know the the north side it kind of has a reputation for gun violence and a lot of different variations of crime and and things like that but it has a lot of really 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 wonderful special people and d hill was one of those one of those people you know just senselessly taken away from us you know and and the community was hurting it was really really hurting the school was hurting a lot of his teammates, classmates um, were hurting. I was hurting. And certainly, obviously, his his family and loved ones are are still, I would imagine, grieving. He was a, he was a wonderful kid. He really was very soft spoken, um, but very smart, very bright, really wonderful personality. And uh, and he's missed. I you know, you mentioned it. I did, did some recording with him, uh, some voice tracking and, and whatnot less than a week before this tragically happened to him. And and it is it's funny, just sort of a side story that, you know, he, he, I brought him into the studio and it was him and another student that were going to do some recording. And one of the biggest things, Ross, that I always tell these kids is, I want you to be yourself when you go on the air. I want you to be yourself because I don't want you to try and don't try and sound like me. Don't try to sound like anybody else you hear on the radio. Just, radio just, voice guy. Right, exactly. Be you. Be yourself. And so I had kind of a script, sort of some some footnotes typed down for them. And D. Hill looks at the script and he's reading over some of the notes and he sees that his name's there and he goes, can I say, can I call myself D. Hill? Can I, can I use D. Hill instead of Deshaun? I said, you do whatever you want to do. And he did it and he did a wonderful job. And um, yeah, it, it just, uh, it, it's, it's tough. You know, I, I, you could you could feel the 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 emptiness after after everything happened. You could just you could just feel it. We're not related. We, we have the same last name, but there's uh, there's no relation. But he was um, he was a special kid, and uh, you know he was going to do a lot of really wonderful things. And so, to your point, you mentioned it taking a tragic situation and, and turning it into something good. The Deshaun Hill North High School Memorial Fund is. Um, Really special. We're going to try and establish uh, academic and uh, athletic scholarships for uh, right now. We're, we're kind of targeting the 2024 graduating class of North High School, which was D Hill's graduating class. And, you know, hopefully we can this this is something that we can continue for for years to come in, in future classes as well. Yeah, And I, I think well, not think, Manny, I know this is a very, very special to me that I can chip in in any which way and I acknowledge it's it's very small and nothing 
nothing that's happening here is about me. Everything is about Deshaun Hill Jr. But it, as you and I talked about, Manny, you you came to Jazz 88. We've known each other forever. Mm-hmm. And I spent about a year there. I would have spent a ton more time there if I didn't get an incredible opportunity to come back to Hubbard, a company that I was with prior to working at Jazz 88 and prior to the pandemic. Where I am very lucky is that Dan Larkin, who runs KBEM Jazz 88, and Dan Seaman, who runs Hubbard, Minnesota, first off, they know each other. They have a working relationship. I know both of them. The fact that scorenorth.com and jazz88.fm are both hubs to donate to this wonderful scholarship and using you and I to kind of bridge both of these groups together. This is, this is really awesome, but it's only awesome if people can help us put money into this fund. Right. So again, I will kindly ask people that are listening, the easiest way is scorenorth.com slash hill, scorenorth.com slash hill. But I will also let people know when they're on that page, there's also a link to Jazz88's website Correct. where you yep. can actually hear some of that recent audio that Manny talked about with D. Hill, with Deshaun. So please, just at the very least, just give this website a look and just uh, look, listen to and look into the type of person that Deshaun Hill Jr. was and sadly didn't even get a chance to fully become. So scorenorth.com slash hill. You can find this beauty on social at Brendel Ross. That's B-R-E-N-D-E-L Ross. And his podcast by searching Minnesota Sports Chat on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. The NCAA tournament is in full swing, and if you, like me, are watching your bracket go up in flames, or if your bracket, like mine, didn't even make it through the opening weekend, there are still ways that you can enjoy betting madness with the NCAA tournament. And there is no better spot to get all of the latest odds, contests, and player props than betonline.net. They are your number one source for all of your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season as well. It's not just basketball, though. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. So head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. You can find all of that at BetOnline, where the game starts. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Who's up? Judd's Buds. Mutant, Spitter, Sicko, Z. We don't care what you call them. To us, Spokes Z just means elite prospect coverage. Here's a preview of the brilliant ramblings you can hear on Judd's Buds. If you just go by raw numbers and you don't like that kind of hockey, then you're going to be miserable. Um, unless he decides to score every game like he did tonight. Apparently, that's just who he is now. He's the Wayne Gretzky. Um, you know, you're, he's got, it's going to drive you nuts. And, you know, if you if you can't find it within you to, to have fun watching, um, you know, the team play because you didn't like the trade or it's like, yeah, well, yeah, it's still bad value. I kind of think you're an asshole. Um, I'll never tell you how to be a fan. Just, I just want you to know, I kind of think you're an asshole. Um, 
you know and like i've said before like our job is just to watch the games like it's cool that you're gonna go and you say ah that third round pick isn't worth it i know but i'm still gonna have fun watching him run around try to kill people throw those four checks that i felt his first three shifts he had two big hits on the four check that he scored and then he did it again in the third shift he's running around he's yanking carlson out of the crease by the scruff of his neck starting scrums he's running around he's chirping everybody Duhame throws a hit at the end of the second period i think it was or maybe it was the first period and deloria just comes out of nowhere like looking for someone to start something and he's just chirping um he's awesome he's really funny so i think you should just enjoy it again not going to tell you how to be a fan just my pure opinion now so for right now, it looks like that fourth line, they're going to roll with Duhame, Jost, and Delorier. Now let's talk about the bad parts. Yes, like I said, the third round pick's not great. The big hit here, too, is now you're looking at like a kid like Connor Dewar, who's been fantastic since he came in, kind of out of nowhere. Um, you know, again, we talked about at the beginning of the year in the offseason that it's going to be him and Duhame challenging for a spot out of camp. Uh, ultimately, Duhame won, and he hasn't looked back whatsoever. Um, you know, he hit a rough patch recently, just like the whole team did. But um, Dewar's pretty much just been solid. He's doing exactly whatever whatever they it is that they ask him to do. He goes out and does it. He's good, relatively good on the PK before the PK fell apart. Um, you know, he plays a hard defensive game. Um, you know, he looks like a kid that's got a really long future in the NHL. Is kind of like a middle six forward, uh, whether he's at center, whether he's in the wing. Um, and now you bring in uh, Nick Delorier pretty much as like a fighting guy, and he's going to be taking that spot. So we'll see what happens with Dewar um, and Bukestad. And, you know, Bukestad obviously had that brutal injury after getting slashed by Zuccarello in practice, and now it looks like he's kind of forged out of the lineup as well. So, you know, that kind of sucks. I, I was wondering if maybe, you know, they would include Bukestad on another trade. Um, obviously that didn't happen, so, you know, on one hand, it's not great that a young kid like Connor Dewar, who d- there was no real reason for him to be kind of shoved out of the lineup. And even with the way Bugstad was playing, same with him. But, um, you know, at the same time, you know, you're going into the playoffs and you're 13th and 14th forward or Connor Dewar and Nick Bugstad. That's a pretty good predicament to be in, right? So, um, yeah, and, and that's the other thing I'd say about the trade, too. You want to talk about playoff hockey. You want to talk about getting into the grind um, and when you really have to battle your way through every night. Um, you know, it, it's pretty pretty helpful when you have, you know, the, the Erickson at Greenway Felino line going out there and doing what they do. Um, and then you have a fourth line with Delorier and Duhame and Jost. And then when Dewar makes his way in there and Bugstad, you know, you've got a team now that top to bottom can play that meat grinder type game. Um, you know, can eat those minutes and let that top six just do their thing. And really no one's going to touch them either. Now you, <laughs> you really run the risk of getting your head caved in. If you want to go out and touch Kirill Kaprizov, I, I put that tweet out last night and I did not think it would take off and people are going nuts. They think it, it was, this is just how my brain works. I think I said something along the lines of imagine being Kirill Kaprizov and now having a license to tuck 40 and run around like a dickhead every game, slew foot and goalies, two-handed guys in the back of the head throwing pucks into the fucking other bench. 
chirping everybody because you know that if someone touches you, you got Nick Delorier sitting on your bench salivating, just waiting to end somebody's life. I would be running around like the biggest jackass in the world. I would be taking just ridiculous slashing penalties. I would be whacking guys to the side of the knee, just hopping back onto my bench. Been up, oh, yeah, go ahead, D-Lo, go ahead, Des, go get him. You're up, bud. And just watch him go to work because that's what Delorier loves. It's at the point where I'm pretty sure he's just like, yo, Kirill, go like start some shit. Um, so people really enjoyed that tweet. Uh, thank you. Keep the change. But that's just how my brain works. So um, anyways, I was just pumping my own tires. <sighs> but yeah, so I, in, in terms of raw value, is it a good trade? No. Do you love having Deloria on your team and in your room? Oh my God, yeah. Um, and I mean, let's talk about tonight. Like we said, first three shifts, you know, first shift he runs out there, rams a guy on the four check, puck comes out, gets a shot, does it again. Uh, second shift come out. Duhame and Jost go to work on the four check. They win the puck. Jost finds Duhame down low. Duhame with just a gorgeous pass out front to Delorier. And Delorier, first time, just tucks it home and rips the celly. Look at just look, the X was going, you know, and that's what he does, dude. Like, you know, whether he's fighting or whether he's on the four check, throwing big hits. Um, like I said before, he was dragging Carlson out of the Minnesota grease by his neck. The X was going nuts. The XL Energy Center was absolute pandemonium tonight for a fucking late March game. And a lot of that was, you know, first of all, we're going to talk about the big trade. Um, but a lot of that was just Delorier running around. You know, he moves the needle. Um, you know, he's t- there's just endless amounts of energy. He's a human smelling salt on skates. Um, and he's just a lot of fun. So, you know, if he can fill a role defensively, um, you know, and he can do what he does on that fourth line, you know, you're, you're just allowing um, the other guys on the team to go out there and, and do their thing and not have to worry about either locking those hard minutes or like we, or like Delorier said, uh, you know, Felino doesn't have to run around fighting everybody for everybody. Uh, now Delorier is out there. He's, he wants to do it. He'll spend the five minutes in the box. He said, um, so I think it's a, it's a, it's a win in that regard. And again, you know, you want to talk about, it took about three minutes for him to become a God in Minnesota. Um, he hasn't even fought yet. His first fight at the X, there will be a statue already built outside. Um, so all in all, value, no, it's bad. Yes, yeah, it's definitely bad. Um, but, you know, you got a deep pool. How many, how many more picks do you really need? Um, and I think it ends up being, for now, you're in win-now mode. Um, you know, it's, again, Bill Guerin likes to build that room. I think it ends up as a net positive in the short term. Um, and, again, it's, it's just pure, raw excitement energy um and that's what he brings to the table so um you know if that was their only move like let's say they didn't bring in jost or they didn't do the middleton trade or they didn't bring in flurry then i would probably be like what the fuck's going on here we just added a complete mutant uh to that fourth line and didn't do anything else to address all the other needs uh but that's not what they did so you know Again, if it, if it was just that move, it would have been really bad. Um, but for now, you know, you eat that kind of shit sandwich in terms of 
you know, the, the raw value long-term. Um, but you, you, you enjoy the ride now and he's a whole lot of fun. He's an easy, he's got, he's already a fan favorite for fuck's sake. Um, and I think that fourth line of Duhame, Jost and, and Deloria could be very funny. Um, and I think it could be pretty effective in terms of, you know, down the stretch with all these games and then leading into the playoffs. So that was that trade. Um, I think I went off the rails for a while there. Um, and that's just the way my brain works. And you all know that. Um, so next up, we're going to talk about Jack McBain. But before we do that, before we talk about Jack McBain, I got to pay some bills. And I got to tell you about DraftKings. Love DraftKings. I won big this weekend in DraftKings, actually. Fun fact. Thank you. Keep the change. Thanks for coming. Anyways, let's talk about DraftKings. The NHL season has been packed with dirty dangles, oh God, hat tricks, and big wins. As the action rolls on, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has your shot to win big too. New customers can bet just $1 on any team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's right. A bump in the win column for your team means free bets for you. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you still have a shot to light the lamp. <sighs> Everyone can play for huge cash prizes with the DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. As I always say, do it right now. Pa- hit pause and do it right now. Use promo code THPN, bet just $1 on any NHL team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 plus restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Fuck. Tell you what. Tell you what, fellas. I nailed that. I mean... They don't make them like me anymore, folks. They really don't. Dudes fucking rock. If you want more, you can find him every Tuesday. And sometimes uh, we, we don't really know with him. He's kind of a wild card. Maybe even Thursdays on the Soda Pod feed. So same podcast feed as before. But if you want to follow him specifically and for some reason you haven't already, you can check him out on Twitter at SpokedZ. That is going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen every day. Make sure to check out all of the shows in this collaboration effort. They are definitely worth the while uh, and worth your follow. So uh, follow them wherever you listen to podcasts, and uh, we will all continue to keep you as up-to-date as possible on the Minnesota Wild. Make sure you're following Locked on Wild wherever you listen to podcasts as well as on social media to stay up to date on everything going on with your favorite Minnesota hockey team. Locked on Wild has new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked on NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked on NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.